Blog Talk Radio. Right into this world All alone God takes your soul You're on your own The crow flies straight A perfect line On the devil's bed Until you die Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. This is ASWF Aftermath. We are live on the air. Just a two short weeks away from Halloween Resurrection and the one of the biggest nights inside of the ASWF's history here coming up at you in two short weeks. And we got a lot to get to. I'm going to go ahead and bring on our co-host, Mr. Cody, our resident fan here. Uh, Cody, how are you doing this week? Michael, I seem to be doing all right, man. I'm, uh, you know, with the weather change stuff, I'm a little stuffy, but I'm making it my good man. And uh, and yourself? Hey, I certainly can't complain, and it's never a bad week when you know you have ASWF coming at you this Saturday night live from the Valiant Arena in Tuckerman, Arkansas. That's always a great thing. But let's go ahead and uh, talk about the elephant in the room so to speak the mr 99 percent uh you know he's had a lot of uh interesting things a lot of interesting things happening to him recently but he kind of you know fired back you know over since this break we've taken these past three weeks since the last day of wf show he's kind of fired back uh you know i'm gonna call him like team venom or team 99% or Mr. 99% team or whatever you, he wants to call themselves the poison, so to speak, as he alluded to that night in the Valiant Arena, they kind of fired back. And I, I mean, I for one have to just get this out there. I'm appalled by what happened when that video was released and what we saw as you saw Josh Cross just completely assault D-Mike. Obviously, the young man wasn't ready for this. He Just more of the same tactics, honestly, from this poison, so to speak, that Bad Brad has injected into the veins of ASWF. Well, Michael, I mean, it just goes to show what what a, uh, I guess what you would say a desperate man would do in, in times of desperate measures because desperate times do call for that. I mean, the thing is, is D-Mike is an independent professional wrestler. And sometimes during contract negotiations with these companies, you can go wrestle elsewhere. And sometimes you got to focus on what's going on within that company. But I know for a fact he did not expect 
Josh Cross to attack him the way he did. And, I mean, the way things are looking, it seems like Team 99% has had the upper hand so far in what we call this this uh, this second war. You know, we had the first civil war in ASWF back at Fight for Freedom, and now it seems like we've got guerrilla warfare happening within the company. Absolutely. I mean, and that's a perfect statement for it is guerrilla warfare. I mean, you got Bad Brad being uh, haunted, so to speak, by the by the uh, person. We still don't know who this person is that's been stalking Bad Brad. You know, he released a statement that was a little bit cocky about a, a, a couple days ago, maybe even a week ago saying, you know, everything stopped, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And then all of a sudden yesterday, these calling cards, as I call them, start appearing, and uh, and Brad starts, you know, uh, freaking out again. You know, today he released a statement just before we went on the air about an hour ago now. He says, just a few short days from the next show at the Valiant Arena, and oh, how things have developed. We left the unholy trinity laying in a pool of blood. Not just any blood either. The blood of the suicide king. Maybe it's a foreshadowing of things to come. Then at another promotion. Yes, that's correct. Another promotion. We dismantled poor little d A lesson has to be taught. Not only that, but you saw the insane Shane was awoken to the truth of the ASWF and its fan base. I can assure you that unlike Fight for Freedom, we will have our measures in place, and there's nothing anyone can do to stop it. And it's signed by Mr. 99%, and of course he uses the hashtag, see you soon. And then shortly thereafter, another one of these calling cards appear. And I'm going to be honest, it's got Bad Brad, Mr. 99%, whatever he wants to call himself, a little disheveled. He says, you know, I want this mystery answered. I want it solved. Who's sending these? Well, Mr. 99%, if you're listening, I don't know. That's the thing about it. We can speculate, and I hesitate to speculate because, let's be honest, Bad Brad has not made very many friends inside of the ASWF. And you got to wonder if this is just one situation where Brad pushed somebody too far and you know, they're taking it a little too far. Well, Michael, I, I can I can agree with you on that because I mean you you have to think of it this way. Bad Brad, he it seems like he's got his own mind games going on. But the door swings both ways. And you know, he wants to seek vengeance on on the person playing he wants to know who the person playing mind games is and in situations like this whoever it is playing mind games with bad brad and bad brad with your mind games you always have to remember a man that seeks vengeance must remember to dig two graves you have to be prepared at all times Absolutely, and he, 
I mean, I'll give it to him. Mr. 99% seems to think he has all of his bases covered. But the thing is, you know, his team, this team of poison that he's injected into the ASWS veins, they're not going to be around him all the time. And it seems like this, whoever this person is, it strikes when they're not around, when Josh and uh, Shane and Deadly Dale, they're not around him. And that's when the this guy is striking. And, you know, it's almost like – it almost is like Bad Brad is manic in a, in a certain way. He's very bipolar. You know, he releases a statement where he's just overconfident, just completely full of himself and sure of himself. And then one of these car, calling cards, as I call them, show up, and all of a sudden the game changes, and – it's a little bit more cautious for Mr. 99%. Michael, absolutely. The thing about it is it, we, ASWF and Bad Brad, they have been at war for a long time, and it's getting to its worst boiling point. But you did, you brought up something. The calling cards only happen when Deadly Dale, the insane one, insane Shane, and the original misfit, Josh Cross, they're not around to, to back him up. Sometimes you got to go directly to the source if you want to send the proper message. And I believe that is, that is what whoever's laying these calling cards around is doing. And he's playing it smart. Absolutely. The, the, whoever this is, I would have to say they have a they have a working idea of what Bad Brad does. What uh, they followed him, obviously. You know, I can't blame Mister Ninety Nine Percent for being a little disheveled by all this and being thrown off by all this. Because let's be honest, this person has to have watched Brad at his most private moments. You know. It, at any point, and he has to know Brad's schedule. He has to know where Brad's going to be at all times to be able to orchestrate a plan like this. It's, I mean, honestly, I'd be a little unnerved. And shockingly, you know, I'm going to say I'm a little worried. Bad Brad may have, Bad Brad may have bit off more than he can chew with whoever this is. Well. I will give Bad Brad credit. He he always has a plan, and he always has an ace up his sleeve. The thing about it is sometimes when you play with fire, you get burned. It, no, it is not, it's not a great feeling to know that the tables have seemingly turned. But, I mean, the mind games he's playing is more of a physical uh, kind of mind game where uh, whoever's laying these calling cards are playing a psychological mind game. And what happens when people get frustrated? They make mistakes. And yes, you're right. Bad Brad may have bitten off more than he can chew by implementing attacks on various members of the ASWF locker room. So, I mean... Now that the mind games are being played and the roles have have reversed, we got to see who's holding the and no pun intended cards. 
Absolutely. And this is something, you know, uh, I want to get into as well. You know, Mr. 99% has been able to, uh, has been able to play his own mind game, so to speak. You know, it'll be three weeks ago this past Saturday that something happened that we never thought we'd see. And that was when Shane kicked Ray's head into the second row, basically. Turning on not only the Suicide King, turning his back on not only the Suicide King, but turning his back on the ASWF, the organization that made him who he is. You know, a multiple-time Evolution champion. You know, one of the brightest stars in professional wrestling today. And he threw it all away. Go join Mr. 99%. I I don't know whether it was for money or what his – what he's been silent, you know, for the past three weeks. I've been trying to get a hold of him. I, I don't know what his motive was. But it's definitely interesting, you know, and the thing that's going to stick with me probably for quite some time is seeing the Suicide King left laying in a pool of his own blood. How many people, think back on this, Cody, how many people can actually say they've left the Suicide King laying in his own blood? Not many that I can recount, and I've watched the Suicide King do his thing for many years, Michael. The one thing I will say is he is that. He is the Suicide King. You have to kill him before you beat him. Back to Shane, though. You've got to think back of all the bad things and all the physical and mental hell that the Suicide King had put had put Ray through per se not taking any sides this is me just kind of because you know it's always tenfold and I mean you you've got to think you know yeah could it have been for money or could it have just been for the satisfaction that hey it was a perfect opportunity to kind of turn the tables a little bit because we we see where the fans were getting Shane I mean, but that's me kind of playing devil's advocate. Now, the Suicide King, he'll be seeking his vengeance somehow because he's always got a plan as well. He's got no agenda but to hurt somebody, to be the most competitive he can be. Absolutely. And if I'm I if mean, I'm insane Shane right now, I honestly Shane should be scared for his life. I mean, we've seen the Suicide King ever since this side, this suppressed side came out in Ray. A, we've seen just pure utter dominance come out of uh, Ray's camp. You know, look back on his feud with Asa Morta. Basically, those two literally almost killed each other to be able to call themselves the evolution title or the evolution champion. And you alluded to it previously. What about that match with Shane? I mean, Shane has to be thinking about this. You know, Shane did not walk out of that unscathed. He came out with a broken, I believe it was a broken clavicle. You know, Shane is going to have to put himself through hell 
to be able to uh, come back from that. Well, I mean, you allude to that, but what about the time? Uh, what about the time that you, you know, Ray came out there in a mask and attacked Shane? I mean, you know, that was that was one of the other instances I was alluding to. I mean, again, like I said earlier, you know, it kind of sucks when you're on the receiving end of of all this. And, I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot more to come. Um, I, Ray Ray, the Suicide King himself, he, you've got to kill him before you beat him. That is going to be what they're going to have to do. And the fact that he was still standing, I mean, granted, it was a little bit of a struggle to stand. But after he was bloodied and everything, the fact that the doctor to- told him he could not compete and he did it anyway, it means they're going to have to do a lot more than what they've done to keep him down and out. Well, and one thing that, you know, a lot of people aren't talking about, but I do want to take a moment while we are talking about the uh, Suicide King and speak on is the fact that the Suicide King lost a member of his own family this past week. Uh, he lost his uncle, and you know our thoughts and prayers are with the uh, family there who are mourning the loss of that family member. But the thing is, you got to wonder how much is that weighing on the mind and on the heart of the suicide king, his black heart. How much is that going to weigh? How much is that going to be on his mind when he goes into battle this Saturday night? Well, the thing is, is is seeing Ray Ray for many years, I, I've seen him go through almost everything. Uh, you know, ever since I was, I was a kid, you know, and the way I see it is, yeah, it's gonna, it'll have some effect on him. But the negative side of it is, is, uh, yeah, he may not be all there. But again, that negative side, he he channels that frustration, and he takes it out on his opponent. Absolutely. And you know, one thing I want to point out, Cody, that could play a role here moving forward as we are just two short weeks away from Halloween Resurrection live at the Valiant Arena, one thing that could play out, uh, and in talks with Ray, I've talked to him about this, being over-emotional can cause you to make mistakes. Do you think we could see that? I've I, We've seen the Suicide King go to certain places, and he's been able to compartmentalize a lot of things. Do you think that it's possible that Ray, I I mean, I've never seen the Suicide King this worked up. I'll I'll be honest. But do you believe, as I do, that that could play a negative role in all this? Well, Michael, it could. I mean, granted, everything that's went on, especially to him in the last month, it could play a role. But again, 
in order he's got to channel a lot of that out or at least use it to his advantage. And kind of like you said, he's been able to compartmentalize the ASWF fans. Sorry, ASWF fans need him to do just that. Um, now, I will say this. We have – it's kind of hard to car, uh, compartmentalize when you have, I guess, random people – or random attacks on allies. I mean, we've seen this weird alliance between uh, the Suicide King and and D Mike. We've, I mean, it's kind of it's different because when it comes to uh, Cataclysm, sorry, sorry, earlier, uh, when it comes to Cataclysm, you know. We're so used to seeing him with the Manai in his corner. So seeing him aside with somebody other than the Manai, that is different as well. So to compartmentalize is kind of an understatement in this situation. Absolutely. It will be a must. And, you know, I do want to encourage people not only to come out this Saturday night, but I do want you guys to come out early as we will be uh, memorializing uh, the great former wrestler, Mr. Don Ivey, the Suicide King's uncle with a 10-bell salute. So come out and show your respect to a great former professional wrestler here in the area that we have lost. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, and I mean, the thing is, is... Even the fans coming out there, especially at a time like this, it's going to mean a lot to the company, and I know it'll mean deep down a lot to the Suicide King himself. Um, again, uh, nothing's changed, even though we've been on a hiatus. Admission is uh, is still five bucks, and uh, showtime is at seven o'clock, just like normal. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing has changed. The ASWF will still be live from 201 Highway 367 North at Tuckerman, Arkansas. But I encourage everybody to get there at 530 because, you know, you want to make sure you get a good seat. Uh, Ticket price is only $5, and kids six and under, of course, are free to get into the event. But I want to go ahead and talk about another thing that – another big thing that came across my desk today – the board of directors has stated, and we don't have any more information other than this, but that the tag team titles will be defended this Saturday night at the Valiant Arena. Just two short weeks before Halloween Resurrection, you know that's got to be uh, that's got to be weighing heavily on the mind of the infamous one. Uh, that the tag team titles are going to be on the line, and they're going to be on the line with relatively short notice. Absolutely, but I mean, it, it that that's the test uh, of tag team. Once you get to the top of the mountain, what's harder than getting to the top of the mountain is remaining at that mountain top. So yes, the, these challenges they're going to come up randomly. They're going to come up short notice. And what do you do when you're the tag champs? I mean, if you say no, that you're not going to do it, that's insubordination. 
some places they consider that forfeiting the tag titles. And uh, I mean, the tag titles could be stripped should they choose not to defend them this this uh, Saturday night. They really don't have a choice. The board of directors has stated that there will be a tag team title match this Saturday, and you know as well as I do, you can't go against that board of directors. Absolutely not. I mean, uh, the thing is, you're just one person going up against the board, and yeah, you can you can plead a case all you want to, but if the board doesn't approve of it, then you're getting nowhere, my man. And oh, and, uh, and trust me, I will say this: the infamous one has been advocating he- quite heavily at the ASWF's front offices this past week. Uh, you know. I, He's been going in and out. I wasn't quite sure what was going on. But, you know, today when that news came out, I, it finally dawned on me. That's why he was there so much this week. He's been advocating, trying to postpone this tag team title match, you know, things like that, this tag team title defense. Relatively short notice, you know, like you said, that's what makes a champion a champion. But the infamous one, make no mistake about it, is not taking this laying down. Oh, absolutely, and the thing about being a champion in short notice, I mean, you you gotta you gotta refer back uh, me being not only a wrestling fan, I'm an archivist. I look back into history, and I mean, this is one of those instances you gotta think of old school WWF hardcore title defended twenty four seven. If you had that belt, you had to defend it no matter what, and it could happen in the blink of an eye, within a drop of a hat. So as a champion, you need to have that mentality at all times, not just when you need to have it and when it counts the most. Absolutely. You have to always be prepared when you're a champion in the ASWF to defend your titles. And this is a perfect example of it. The, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that... I'm sure that they thought that they were going to get, you know, possibly a two-week pass heading into Halloween Resurrection to heal up, get everything ready. But that's not how it works in the ASWF. You've got to be ready to defend those titles on a moment's notice. Absolutely. And, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, Our tag team champions, they – some call it cocky. Some call it confidence. So, I mean, with that being said, you, you've got to be ready at all costs. And that that's just from a fan's perspective, but this is also thinking, I'm, I'm going to get in the head, and if, if I was a, was a performer, a wrestler for ASWF, that's the state of mind I, I would have too, is, hey, I've got these titles. I've got to be ready to defend them no matter what. Absolutely. And speaking of the uh, tag team titles, I've got right here, he just popped up. You know, this man, like I said, he's been in a battle all week long, talking with the uh, ASWF board, trying to get this decision reversed. But this Saturday night, going to defend the ASWF tag team titles. Ladies and gentlemen, the infamous one. How you doing, uh, Michael? Uh <laughs> The thing is, defending these titles against these guys is absolute 
it's going to be like a walk in the park. It ain't a travesty because we've only done it once. We've done it twice. And it's like Saturday. It's no different than Saturday. We're going to walk out of the Valley Rand again at the show management for the third time because they can't watch videotapes. And then they can't watch the DVDs, whatever, to let them know that we're still going to be champions no matter what Saturday. Well, I definitely have to give it to you, uh, infamous one. You know, you, you definitely sound confident that this is going to happen, and you know, I, I can't knock it because you're right. You guys have you guys have been able to show. Honestly, you've been on a string of dominance ever since you guys became the tag team titles, and thing, since you guys captured the tag team titles. But you guys, I mean, like I said, I know I saw you all week in the offices. You were, I, I didn't know what was going on till today when they said that those tag team titles would be defended this Saturday. Uh, I mean, I can only assume that you were trying to fight the decision, but you, you're very confident now. I have to give it to you. You definitely it seem matter. like you're ready. It doesn't matter who it is. There's not very many people left in the ASWF and the tag team division that the elements perfection can beat, you know, because I mean, there's not very much left there to, to, to roll the dice on. I mean, we beat your wrestling new center tag team champions, former, excuse me, former tag team champions, uh, lethal injection. And these guys have been to the, I'm going to put it out there. The NWA at the time, rock and rap express. We beat them. And that's another notch for these two guys, these two competitors that's wrestling in this ring, Michael, that's on their notch of their belts. And, they're, and you know, I'm going to put it out there like this, and that management might not like this. You know the Mania? You know uh, William Cage and Hypnotic? They're great. They're great competitors. They're so tough and crazy. I give them that. They're so just – they got everything going for them but common sense. That's, that's what my guys have got. They got common sense. They got charisma. They have uh, the tag team titles, which the Manai will never have. And it doesn't matter who it is. That's how confident I know that we are walking out this Saturday as the ASW tag team champions. Well, absolutely. So now I obviously have to ask you, you know, you guys are so confident moving forward. How long can we expect this rain to last, you know, our, our, for as the ASWF tag team titles? As, as Michael, that's a great question. You know, being an advocate uh, for the, uh, you know, uh, VOP, and um, I'm sitting there just thinking, you know, being in wrestling for 11 years, you know, dude, there's somebody always out there got your number. But, you know, I've always put it in my head perspective, you know, they might have that number. They might think it's a winning number, but, you know, at the end of the night when the, when the dust clears, elements of perfection will be your reigning and defending ASWF Tag Team Champions. Well, well, I mean, Cody? Michael, I mean, you know, he's not lying. I mean, he, they've beaten some top-notch teams. Uh, lethal Injection, to name one. Um Rock and Rap Express, and on to. I got something to ask you. Yes. Who, who are you? Who, who who are you? I mean, you sound like a sick Donald Trump. I mean, who are you to even comment or even giving some in thoughts of anything that of about a, a 
of the elements of perfection. I mean, who do you bring to the table? Who are you? Is what I'm asking. Me, hey, I am just a fan. Bringing it in from a fan's perspective, I try to be uh, non-biased in, in situations like this. That's right. And, and you know what, though? I mean, you know that's great. You know, you know what though? I don't need your opinion. I don't need your thoughts. I don't need anything from you. You can shut your mouth and sit there like the rest of the ASWF fans and watch the show and pay come to see Elements Perfection, the reigning, defending ASWF Tag Team Champions. So on this show, you don't address me, ask me, do anything. I'm going to sit here and listen to what Michael has to say, and I'm going to listen to what he has to say to me, and I'm going to answer the questions. But you're, you're so irritating me. Your voice, just your, your arrogance, your breath, you're wasting life here. So shut up. Well, I, I mean, infamous one that is our co-host. I don't believe he meant any disrespect in addressing you by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, he was. He was definitely giving you guys your props, and as he should, and as everybody in the ASWF uh, fan base should. I, I'll give you guys that. You guys have been able to – you guys have been able to uh, defeat so many legendary and great tag teams here in the Mid-South. Who's next? Do you guys have your sights on anybody? Well, uh, I'm not trying to cut you off. Just want to direct back to what you said. He, he might not want to say any, or me, you know, hurt any harm. But him breathing or even saying anything to me makes me want to put down the phone that I called in. Makes me either want to hang up because hearing him going, uh, I, I just call, I just a biased fan. I mean, it makes me want to get sick. I mean, whatever is wrong with you, just shut up. You make you make that. It's one of you probably killing the ratings on this show. <laughs> I mean. I mean, you're just a fan. You're a nobody. I'm a somebody and turn you into a nobody. And the thing is, that nobody, yeah, you, they always said the fans, if it wasn't for the fans, you know, uh, you know, EOP wouldn't be tag team champion. Yeah, we would. We, we're the greatest that's ever came into the ASWF. We're the uh, reigning defending. And you, Michael, you've got a great question because I know I'm probably keeping you too long. i got a lot of things to do. I'm still fighting with the front office. Who, the, who are we defending against? And I want to know. And I probably they said you ain't gonna fall in Ricky Rollins. Well, hey Bubble, you're not going to fall down for Saturday. And I'm like, you're you're an idiot. I'm gonna slap Ricky right across the face. But you know, if you do, you're fired. But you know, that's a side of point. That even breathing the same room with him makes me want to die. But the thing is, whoever it is, bring them on. I don't care. I don't care if it, if it's uh, I ain't gonna even bring their names up because they don't even work at the federation we're in. But the thing is, bring somebody. Hey, does Cody have a code? Is that I mean, is that is that Cody? Is there something wrong with him? I mean, I, I, I Cody, I, I I lost control. Like everything went black. Cody, are you with us still? I. Well, yeah, yeah. I have my uh, I have my phone in the, on the charger as I always do, and I heard the the beep, and I mean lights were flickering on and off here. It really is a mystery what's going on. It seems like every time we have a podcast, this happens lately. Uh, that was crazy. No <laughs> double J. I, I, 
the infamous one disappears directly after that. A there's some creepy stuff going on here. I know it's October, but there's some creepy stuff going on here recently. Uh, yes, there is, and I mean, Double J, are you are you still on the line with us? I mean, I know you told me not to talk, uh, but uh, I mean, well, actually, kinda, actually it's kind of hard just, not to. Cody, I just got a I, I just got a message from the infamous one. He said that he left because you talked. He thought that was you that was messing with stuff. I, I definitely want to encourage the infamous one to call back in. I promise that was not Cody. I I don't know who that. Oh, that that's creepy, honestly. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not. Uh, everything went black. My board shut down. Everything just I completely lost control whenever that happened. I I don't even know what just happened, but there's some creepy stuff going on. I mean, let's just ask it right now. Is that whoever that was? Is that the person who is? Is that the person who's going after Brad? Do you think maybe? I mean, it could be. You never know. I mean. You never know. Brad has upset so many people within the ASWF fan base and the ASWF locker room. I don't know. Um, What I was saying beforehand was, you know, talking about the, the elements of perfection before Double J went off on his tangent was, hey, the fractured one hypnotic and the unhinged William Cage, they they came out on a whim on short notice too. But yet the elements of perfection still defended their tag team titles and won the match. That's all I was gonna say. I I felt I needed to get that out there. Uh to kind of give credit where credit's due. Um, you know, Double J he went on his tangent. I mean what what do you what can I do? I mean, I, uh, I mean, I guess you would say I'm a, I'm a guest journalist, broadcaster. I guess you would say. Um, one thing I do want to bring up is, uh, I mean, the confidence of the elements perfection and the infamous one, because we have seen pictures over the weekend of a trophy of sorts that the infamous one collected and it looks like it belongs to the fractured one and michael i don't know if you know what picture i'm referring to uh aswf fans y'all may or may not have seen it i mean it was there and 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 i mean on my end disappeared in a flash absolutely you know that's something that we do need to address is the mind game, so to speak, being played by the infamous one towards the fractured one hypnotic and the unhinged will cage. You know, it appeared that he had captured the fractured one's headpiece uh, that he wears out to the ring. And, you know, it's something that we've seen that the fractured one wears that kind of, that kind of calms him in a sort of way and you know the mind games have begun but is the fractured one 
really somebody you want to play mind games with. I mean, I, I'm not even quite sure how much of a mind the fractured one has left. Well, I mean, only time will tell. I mean, will we, could we see? Could we see a, another Manai versus Elements of Perfection? At ASWF, you 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 never know. We always try to keep things, at least in, within the company and the people that I have associated with, we always uh, try to keep everything under wraps a little bit, and you just got to be there to see it. Absolutely. That's the thing. You never know what's going to happen at an ASWF event. You're right. We don't know what the participants, who the opponents are going to be. We just know that the tag team titles are going to be defended. It could very well be the rematch between the unhinged Will Cage and uh, the fractured one hypnotic going up against the tag team champions. It could be lethal injection. It could be a tag team we've not seen in a long time at the Valiant Arena. But one thing I can bet you is come bell time this Saturday night, you will find out. But you've got to be at the Valiant Arena at 201 Highway 367 in Tuckerman, Arkansas to find out. And, you know, Can you hear me? Cody, the screen's back up. Cody, are you with me? Can you hear me? This has got to stop. Michael, I don't know what went on. All I know is uh, uh, I smelt something burning after I heard a loud pop after he came on. Whoever it was, whatever it was, are are we being hacked? Because I don't know what they did, but all I know is I heard a loud pop and seen a spark come from my ceiling fan. So, uh. I might I mean, need to get that you. looked at, but I don't know. It could be it could be whoever's just calling in on us. I mean, I'm telling you, like the lights are dimming every time this happens. Uh, the, the everything goes off. I, I'm kind of creeped out. Like once again, I realize this is October, but. If y'all are playing games, like, this ain't the time to be doing it on the air for ASWF Aftermath. (laughs) Yeah, whoever it was, my house could have caught on fire, just saying. But, And then we would have started to go find me. Well, I mean, I am just a fan, and it doesn't pay the bills that much. So, I mean, if you want to do that, go ahead. But, anyway, for on our side note... Uh, whatever it is, they've they've seemed to have control of everything. Right. I mean, whenever it happens, I completely lose control of everything. The screen goes black. There's some creepy face that pops up on the screen, and the the uh, and one more girl breaks up with you, right, Michael? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, uh, back, back, back to the back to back to the task at hand. I mean, 
we we never know in ASWF who's going to show up. Uh, speaking of who's going to show up, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the main event, Curtis Don. He kind of just showed up to ASWF a few months ago, and this guy has been nothing short of dominant since he just came into this company. And right now, he is our number one contender for the Evolution Championship against the champion, Asa Morta. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, the main event, Curtis Don, cannot be happy right now. You know, he's been seizing for three weeks. He's been talking all this trash prior to what ha- prior to the event three weeks ago. He was talking all this trash, talking about how he's going to be the next Evolution champion. And at the last show, we saw a triple threat between himself, the number one contender for the Evolution title, Steve-O, the number one contender for the ASWF championship, and El Ray. A lot of people, trust me, a lot of people thought this was going to be a mismatch. But the mind games from the Mistress of Mayhem officially kicked off in that match, and it cost Curtis Dawn a victory and gave El Ray a victory inside of the ASWF over that man. Well, a victory is a victory. It doesn't matter who got pinned or not. El Rey, he beat a number one contender for our top tier championship. And he beat another number one contender for another one of our championships, which, you know what, in this company, let's just say it. Some companies have their lower tier, all of our championships. They are top tier. And they are top notch, just like the competitors in in ASWF in general. Absolutely, you know, it just goes to show you once again. Hate to use a cliche, but anything can happen inside of the Valiant Arena and the ASWF. And you know, that just shows the kind of level of competition that they do have inside of the ASWF. It is the best professional wrestling in the mid south. Is there at the ASWF? But the thing is, with this, Curtis Dodd now has to find a way to rebuild this streak he was on. I mean, the man was probably on the hottest winning streak in the ASWF at the time that he lost this match. Now he's got to be able to rebuild and rebuild quickly heading into this Evolution title match. Absolutely, and sometimes rebuilding, it does everyone a little bit of good. Now, is it going to be easy? It may not, but I mean, I've got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, I mean, seeing the the great lengths that Ace Morta had went through with Ray, I mean, what will Don have to do to capture that? I guess you would say coveted ASWF Evolution Championship. Absolutely, it's coveted, and you know you're you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, Curtis Don is going to be drug out into the deep water, so to speak, to swim with the sharks by Asa Morta. And the thing is, we've got to wonder with the lights on bright, will he will be tested? Will he be able to pass that test? Will he be able to swim with the sharks, so to speak, and come out on the other end alive? Hey, only time will tell. I mean, like I said, he was riding a really hot winning streak, and that gave him a lot of momentum. That The the loss this past ASWF show, 
kind of took away his momentum. But the thing is, is if he can regain that momentum just in time, we may possibly see a new ASWF Evolution champion. But I will not discount the Mistress of Mayhem for anybody. Is Seeing how she's been able to overcome a lot of things herself, I'm not taking my bet for her off the table. Absolutely not. I mean, the Mistress of Mayhem has to be the favorite leading into this thing. But, you know, she's got the psychological edge, and that's what I think makes her the favorite. Because let's be honest, three weeks ago on this show, we both said this is an evenly matched contest. So you can't say that she's got a clear-cut, distinct advantage. I believe she does have the mental advantage. I believe she is in the head of the main event, Curtis Dodd. And once again, you will find out if he will be – because he will be tested. You will find out what he's made of when he defends the – or when he comes after the Evolution Championship. But, you know, is he going to be 100% all there? How much damage has Asa Morta done to him ahead, mentally, ahead of the Evolution title match? That's the question that needs to be answered in my life. Well, I mean, the thing is, is given given her past history with the Suicide King, I mean, she, she – Obviously had him figured out to not only capture the Evolution Championship from him, not once, but twice. What I have to say is, uh, you know, this is going to be a different challenge for her in general. This is a different opponent who works works more of a... a uh, he, he, Everybody wrestles a different style, so this could be something completely different for her that she has never faced before. Absolutely, and, you know, I do want to take a break here and between talking about the action that's going on in the Valiant Arena, and I want to give a shout-out to Digidel Graphics. They've made all of the great uh, posters and all the great things you've seen, all the artwork for the ASWF superstars that you've seen on the ASWF page. So definitely want you to go check that them out and give them a like there on Facebook. And also I want to take a moment to talk about something that's near and dear to a lot of our hearts here on ASWF Aftermath, the ASWF Training Academy, where you can learn to be a professional wrestler. You can learn to be a manager. You can learn to be anything inside of the professional wrestling business right there at the ASWF Training Academy, and I believe they've actually got some great deals going right now. Should you ever want to live your dream, definitely encourage you to check them out. Absolutely. I mean, um, we, we've we seen several bright young talents come out of the ASWF Training Academy, and, I mean, if you want to be one of those talents, I mean, all you have to do is – message the ASWF Wrestling Facebook page or show up to a show and ask around. I'm pretty sure somebody will put you in the point you in the right direction. I mean, hey, getting to have a job in this industry is it's an incredible opportunity and there are many avenues that that you can go, and there are no small jobs here. I mean, you know, 
if being a wrestler isn't your thing, why not be the guy that guides the wrestlers to victory? Why not be the guy that may end up sitting next to to Michael Carnahan uh, or his evil twin, depending on who, who you uh, talk to? I mean, you could be the guy calling <laughs> all the action with them. Absolutely. We look forward to uh we look forward to all of that. You know, you you are not limited inside of the ASWF or the ASWF training ca- academy. So I definitely encourage everybody to go ahead and come on out to and check it out. You know, like he said, just come on out to a show, message the ASWF on Facebook and live your dream. That's what it's all about. And and trust me, with the way the wrestling industry continues to grow, we can sure use a lot more people in it. Absolutely, absolutely. But speaking of using people, I would like to talk about the ASWF championship match that occurred just about three weeks ago. Uh, the prominence of dominance, Mike Anthony challenged the ASWF champion, Mark Wolf, and... I mean, excuse me for a moment, but I'm still trying to process. I mean, Mike Anthony was well on his way. He had things in his grasp. We talked earlier about the elements of perfection. They came out, and they basically, you know, distracted Mike. Cost him the title, a lot of people thought. But then here comes MCB side. B side manages to clear everybody from ringside. And then he turned his back on the prominence of dominance, Mike Anthony. And that that's the thing about it. I, I don't – Mike Anthony has been unresponsive since that night. Uh, you know, obviously he's beside himself. He knows what it means to carry the ASWF championship. And he carried it with pride when he had it the, fir- the first couple times. So – I can definitely understand his frustration at this point at MCB side. And, you know, this isn't something that's just going to go away for B side. I, I guarantee you, B side just messed up. Absolutely, Michael. I mean, the one thing I will say is at least uh, Mark Wolf's losing streak against uh, the prominence of dominance, it has been broken. But. Do I agree with the tactics that was used to win it? No, I'm not even sure that he knew what MCB side was going to do. I was I was shocked to to see it all happen because it was so. I guess you would say the timing was so random, and I mean, like I said, just when we thought the prominence of dominance had a had. A, was going to keep his undefeated streak against Mark Wolf alive. This happened, and I mean, it, everyone was shocked, and I, and I think even the world champion himself, Mark Wolf, was was uh, a little bit in shock and all. But it also allowed him to defend his title. Absolutely, it did, and that's the thing about it. You know, Mark Wolf has to be clutching that title, but the thing is, he's still got to be watching over his shoulder because Steve-O's coming at some point. 
Absolutely, Michael. I mean, uh, you know, Steve-O, he's not really had the most uh, success, you would, I would say, against uh, against our world heavyweight champion right now. But, I mean, now that now that Steve-O has, has gotten to face him and knows what he's capable of, and the fans have seen it all, Steve-O may have a good chance. Uh, I mean, look at it this way. Fight for freedom. Lost the match. Right after a loss, already tired, declared himself the number one entrant in the freedom rump or the rumble for freedom and he won the match and came out on top i mean i say steve-o's chances are looking really good uh absolutely but only time will tell and you're completely Um, right you know steve-o has said he's gone back to the drawing board he says he constantly replays that night in his head and what the one mistake he said he's made one mistake and that's what Mark Wolf capitalized on. And he said he keeps constantly playing it in his mind over and over again. And he says he thinks he's figured it out. And he thinks he's fixed it. Well, that's, I mean, uh, the fans, I, I sure hope, I, I hold hope like they do. Um, in, in the wrestling industry, there's very, very minimal margin for error, um, per se. So I mean, if he's figured out his one mistake, he's gotta he's gotta focus on not making that same mistake twice. But another thing he has to focus on is not to make that make any additional mistakes, um, especially for where the stakes are as high as this. I mean, the world heavyweight champion is that top guy of any company. So I mean, you know. To have that opportunity, to earn that opportunity yet again, I mean, Steve-O, if he wins this match, he's got to, not only does he have to be prepared for this match, but say he wins, now he's got to prepare for the overall challenge, and that is staying at the top of the mountain, should he win. Absolutely. We've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's a lot easier to win the title than it is to keep it, because as soon as you win that title, the target on your back becomes just astronomically huge. But ladies and gentlemen, before we take a quick commercial break here at half at halftime, I do want to go ahead and let you guys invite you guys out to the Valiant Arena this Saturday night at two oh one Highway three sixty seven North. Go on, come on out. It's still five dollars to get in, kids it's an under a free. And of course bell time is at seven PM. But come on out. Check out the new uh, ASWF vision that we debuted at the last show where we uh, have our own video board. It's actually a great new innovation that the ASWF has that no other professional wrestling organization in the state of Arkansas can actually say. Also, you know, we've made an upgrade to upgrade star lighting and everything. So, ladies and gentlemen, please come on down to the Valiant Arena this Saturday night, and, you know, hopefully we'll get to see Bad Brad uh, get made a fool of again. Can only, you know, well, cross our fingers. Well, let's just hope he doesn't urinate his pants again. I mean, as a fan, you could smell it from in the ring. It was terrible. Anyway, as he said, big things are starting to show at the ASWF arena. And from what I've talked to from management, uh, 
hey, they've got a lot more to come, and it's all for you guys. It's all for the ASWF fan base. And keep coming and and showing your support for the show. I mean, because the thing is, is it pays off eventually. Absolutely it does. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more ASWF Aftermath. Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at Sub-Ohm Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub-Ohm Vapors, located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub-Ohm Vapors. Vape it like you built it. gentlemen we are back here with the second hour of aswf aftermath getting you ready for this saturday night in the valiant arena getting ready two weeks away from halloween resurrection i feel the excitement you know in talking about this show you know i said we're well on our creepy path to halloween resurrection and let's be honest we've experienced our own level of creepiness here tonight huh cody uh, absolutely. I mean, it almost burned my house down. So, I mean, of course, all kinds of creepiness has happened. I mean, 
And, you know, I mean, the only thing other than all the creepiness happening on the phone is all the creepiness happening surrounding Bad Brad. Or, I mean, what seems very stalker-like of uh, Double J with the Fractured One Hypnotics uh, headgear for the ring. Yeah, everybody seems to be getting in on this uh, creepy act, and let's hope that our uh, resident super fan Alex isn't getting in on the creepy act as he has officially called in. Ladies and gentlemen, here comes the super fan Alex. Alex, how are you doing today? Well, I, I am. I am. I, I. I'm a little nervous about talking. I don't want my phone to explode in my ear because somebody goes on and goes. With, does some weird nursery rhyme or something making me that is that is I don't know what what that was that that Cody are you okay absolutely I, uh, I don't yeah, even it's just care you took my spot I don't care shut your mouth <laughs> yes I know I am funny yes, no, yes I, you are. I, I am joking I am joking, Cody. You, I, I, I like you. I like the way you word things. You are a very intelligent guy when you want to be. That's about the extent of what I can say. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Alex. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I see you have a Facebook fan page. So, should you ever uh, want to give me some advice for my Facebook fan page coming soon, uh, let me know because. Uh, it, it, you're very entertaining to listen to, and you bring something to our uh, to our show uh, more than me or my co-host could, and that's a good laugh. I I, I, I don't funny. know where you get. I don't know where you get our show from. You are the visitor. This is the Alex show. <laughs> this is Alex World, and we're just living in it. Breaking news. That is so ready. That I mean, what? I can't even talk straight. You you messed me up, Cody. I am just going to blame you for everything that goes wrong. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh 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 no! Blame the creepy guy that's been making everything pop and set my house on fire and and well, showing you have up. Well, let at... me know who it is then. Well, that's the thing. I, we I, don't I know. Cannot, I cannot. I cannot help you with this if I do not know who it is. I mean, uh, uh, is it the ghost from your girlfriend's past? I saw that movie recently. That was a very funny movie. Yes, gentlemen, it's, gentlemen. It's, it's, I, I, I hate to interject. I hate to interject, and I wouldn't interject if it wasn't something important. But on the line now is one half of the AS. Tag Team Champion, Mr. Max Stone. Max, are you with us? I like the Max Stone. Not really. Yes. How you doing, Alex? Oh, he's the Stone guy. The Stone guy. He he is ASWF Tag Team Champion with the Sky Guy. It is very nice talking to you. Well, Alex, I, I didn't come here for you. I come here for Mr. Car in Hand. Mr. Cornhand, did you forget how you supposed to have been introducing me? Well, that was rude. I know, a, I know it's been a while since I've been on, but... I apologize. The greatest gym known to man, Mr. Max Stone. That sounds a whole lot better. 
So this podcast that you are doing right now just went from average to the greatest. Did you know that? Uh, I can't disagree. Well, hey, our our ratings did go up when oh, when oh, you showed oh, up. Hold on, hold on. Who is this? Is this Cody? Uh, yes, sir, Mister Greatest Gem Known to Man. Cody, you sound a whole lot different than last time. You must have been working on your speech. Uh, a little bit, little bit, little bit. I mean, you know, uh, you rubbed a little of that greatness off on me, which provided me a little more confidence. But I mean, <laughs> you, maybe you could rub a little more onto my co-host. There's no help for him. Uh, y'all got any questions tonight? Because I'm like on a, a a quick little schedule right now. I'm, I'm kind of working out, you know, keeping his body looking the way it does. Well, Max, I well, do have a question. We have the infamous one on earlier, and I do have to ask, with such short notice, how do you feel about defending the tag team titles this Saturday night? Well, as you know, Michael, I'm ready to go right now. So it's not a matter of against who. It's a matter of when I get there, we can go as soon as I get there. Like, I have no problem defending my title. I am a fighting champion. Cody, and, I can't disagree I mean, with the man he has been. Absolutely. I mean, and as I've said, hey, this is only a few days' notice that he he's finding out that he's got to defend his tag team titles. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he they were expecting to have just a, a regular tag team match a few weeks back, and it ended up being changed to a championship match with a drop of a hat due to that golden ticket. And, yes, that added two more cards into that mix. And, and, hey, they still overcame all odds. So, I mean, uh, I don't have a a, a whole lot of questions. I'm sorry to interfere you, but I'm really not. But let me let me um, tell you something. Every time that I step up to wrestling ring, I'm ready to defend those tag team titles. I'm not looking to go out there and not defend them. Every match is a tag team championship match in my eye. But but you 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 say this, but you act you sound like you're talking about yourself. There is more than one of you, yes. Alex, I thought you left. No, no, I am still here. I am enjoying listening. Usually okay, they okay, make me well, talk a lot. Since you since you enjoy listening so much, um, Alex, yes, there's two of us. It is myself, the greatest gym known, and A.D. Scott, and we are the elements of perfection. But you know this. You watch ASWF wrestling. You you know who we are. Uh, I mean, and and uh, for those of you listening, if you don't know who the elements of, of perfection are, why don't you come on down to the ASWF arena this Saturday and you will get to see firsthand who they are and what they can do. Absolutely. One thing I got to say. I, 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 uh, thank you, I thank you for plugging my, my, my plug for myself. But to these fans, I don't need to tell them, hey, come down and watch me and see me because that ain't what I do. These fans know, do see me, that they are getting a show. So whether or not they come or not, there's YouTube and Instagram. It's all kind of ways that I can get myself out. So these people know 
who we are? Well, one thing I want to ask you, Max, is, you know, since the infamous one has come on board, it's been nothing but success for the elements of perfection. Talk to me a little bit about that relationship and how he's, you know, driven you guys all the way to the top. That's the thing. You call it a relationship. If you want to call it a relationship, um, it's a business relationship. Double J, he got a mindset that is unmatchable. He always looking for the best opportunities for us, and, and I appreciate Double J's hard work that he does for us. Double J is a great man, and, and I'm glad that I signed the board to, to be a, a part of his team. Well, and, certainly. And we the, the success thing, the success, that's, that's all on us. Like, that, that has nothing to do with Double J. Excuse me, but it doesn't. He does the we do the work in the ring. So the success is on us. But Double J, he has put us in a position to another. So you well, are saying that you are saying that the Double J sets him up and you knock him down. That is what you are saying? What I am saying is the Double J sets him up and we knock him down, Alex. That is very good. I like that, you know, because Double J, he is very big, so you have to run around him to knock him down. <laughs> that was Alex, I, I'm, Alex, I'm kind of glad you're still here because you give me a lot of insights into such a super fan of OSWF wrestling. So, Alex, you, you know Double J very well, right? So yes, J, yes he, he, tried, he tried to steal my hot dog one time. Yes, okay. Be that as it may. You know not to I I cannot I cannot barely hear you are cutting out a lot. Maybe it is my end. I don't know. I have crappy phone. Michael, Cody. Yes, sir. Is there anything else you guys need to tell me about? Well, I think that's pretty pretty much it. I mean, we've pretty much, you've laid it out. And, you know, I can't say this, you know, you can't knock exactly the plan that you and the infamous one have created. And, you know, you can't knock the success. And that's exactly what you guys have found. See, let, I mean, me, let me say this one thing because I, I feel unappreciated now because you guys, when you do your stories on Facebook and your posts, you, you seem to forget the element of perfection. Like, you, you seem to not mention us as much as you mention everyone else. And we are your SW Tag Team Champion. But you seem to, to not put us in a lot of things, like on your little Aftermath podcast. We're not in the description one time, but you talk about it. But it's okay because we understand and we are perfection. So I bid you guys adieu. Maybe next week I'll join you again. Cody, it's always a great pleasure to hear you. You change a lot. Michael, eh. Whoa. Well, is that is that is that your subtle way of rubbing a little more greatness off on me before you go? 
I hate to break it to you, but Max is gone. But uh, I will say this, you know, it definitely don't take anything away from the elements of perfection. Alex, you can speak to this. You know as well as I do that this this formula that the infamous one and Max have created, it's led to 100% success. The sky's the limit right now for these guys. Am I allowed Alex. to talk now? Yes, you're allowed yeah, to talk yeah. now, Alex. Yes, sir. He's he, he making me be quiet, and I don't know. He does not like me, I don't think. I, I don't think I, I, I don't, don't know. think he likes too many people. It is okay, though. But, Alex, well, like I said, I mean, you can't I, really map the formula, can you? I apologize. I got the text message from somebody, but I don't know who it is. It is a prince in Africa says if I send him money, he will he will send me more money back. Should I do this? I have no, never Alex. been to Africa. A- Alex, no. well, or a- Alex, I mean, watch the movie American Hustle and absorb the message from that movie. When we say, do not send that guy money, that movie oh, yeah, exactly. will tell you Absolutely. why. I will take your advice. Anyway, can we get back to wrestling talk now that the stone guy is not insulting me? Hey, that yes, sounds that back sounds back. like a plan to me, Alex. I, I mean, this is a wrestling something. podcast. Why, Cody, be quiet. Why are we on subject of the stone guy? I noticed a lot of talking about himself, but not the double J and the AD Sky until we brought up. I mean, I don't... I think his arrogance is getting ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, Max Stone, he calls himself the greatest gym known to man. I mean, the arrogance speaks for itself, but you got to give it to him, too. He backs it up inside of the ring. Yes, yes, yes. But let us move on to something else. Well, Alex, I, I mean, go ahead, Cody. Uh, I mean, the thing is, I mean, Max Stone is Max Stone. He he can't he can speak for himself, uh, or I mean, that, I think that's maybe what he was doing was just speaking for himself. Uh, wrestling history is has shown that hey, when you speak for your tag team partner, doesn't always work in your favor. That's true. Um, I mean, but back to the show. Let, let's talk about uh, let, let's talk about something that uh, that was a big. Some people would even say upset. Let's talk about the Vincent brothers getting their first ASWF victory oh. over MC Bisod and Sir Tyler Knight. Yeah, what? When did we get a knight? That was weird. He coming with the beard, the big, the helmet, and I thought he was going to chop somebody with the sword. I mean, that scared me. I don't care what you say. You say Manai scary, Deadly Dale scary, all these other people. No, this guy came to the ring with a freaking sword. A sword. No, yeah. you don't do that. But, I don't think yeah, we should be I, bringing deadly weapons to the ring. But no, I I have to say though the Vincent brothers, they they impressed me. It was amazing. 
they 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 worked together. I mean, they did really well. And that uh, the 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 uh, the one Vincent, the shorter one that does not look like Michael Carnahan, the one he throws the meanest clothesline I have seen in a long time. I mean, good lord, he tried to take guy's head off. Absolutely. I mean, he uh, the Vincent brothers. I mean, they're. They're some young upstarts for sure, and I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think they've even even did a uh, did a thing or two at the ASWF training academy, and I mean, I, I thought I thought uh, Daniel Vinson, I believe, was the one that throws that mean clothesline. I seen I, as I was touring the facility, I walked over to the training area and looked, and I mean. After that clothesline, he left the guy laying. I mean, he's the next Bradshaw when it comes to clotheslines. Oh my goodness, yes, he that is that he will take your head off. It is unreal. I I just oh my lord have mercy. That is why I am not a wrestler. I would probably cry and go home after after like a punch, much less clothesline. That is ridiculous. Well, and, you know, something that I'm very interested in thinking about, I mean, could we be too far now that the Vincents have this win? You know, the momentum starts to roll. Could we be too far from seeing Daniel land one of those clotheslines, gaining them the ASWF tag team titles? Oh, no matter who it is, the, the, the goal for every wrestler, no matter who, is to to claim that prize that that championship belt. So of course, Mike, Michael, of course, Banana Hands. They, that is that is a, if that is not your goal, you are you should go away. Your goal should be to be the best, and that is obviously where they are headed because they have only had a handful handful of the matches, yet they are. Do you not hear the crowd when they come out? They're like, yay, it is a couple of heavy guys, and they go nuts. I mean, they 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 have done a good job getting the crowd behind them so far, and sometimes that gives you a little extra momentum. You mentioned the clothesline. Let, let's mention this new move that that they used to win this last match. It was like a powerbomb reverse DDT. It was like literally watching a bridge being built and being taken out all of a sudden. I mean, that could, and I mean, it it put one person away, and I mean, who knows? Will it put many others away? Oh, you'll know that if if they are able to get a hold of somebody and and put that much force behind what they are doing, there is nobody that will get up from that. I mean, case closed. It is over. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. You know, every tag team and every individual that is wrestling in the ASWF currently can win on any night. And, you know, that move that they've added to their repertoire, so to speak, is just completely devastating. So, like I said, we could only be a short matter of time from seeing the Vincent brothers capturing ASWF tag team gold. But I kind of want to change gears a little bit here and talk to you, Alex, about uh, the Suicide King and what you think about, you know, what's going on with the Suicide King being left in a puddle of his own blood at the hands of Insane Shane 
And, you know, as I've kind of coined them, Team Venom. Well, I, I, seeing the, the, the cross guy come back and do what he did to Ray, it is very, it is very tricky situation because for so long we've seen the Ray do whatever it took to, to, to put down whoever he was in the ring with. He did whatever it took. Whether the fans liked him or not, he did not care. But the old, you know, him, he has aligned himself with, with the ASWF side. It is almost like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Whether he likes the ASWF or not, he does not want to see it fall because then it does not then he does not have somewhere to go to to show that the uh that ruthlessness. And especially with the history that the, the, the King guy the railway has with Cross. These guys have, have traveled together, they have wrestled together, they have wrestled against each other. But obviously Cross has other intentions. He is out for himself. He got what I think they made, they said something about he has contracts where no matter what he does, they can't do squat to him. And that is what he wanted, no matter what the consequences was. Right, he does have an ironclad contract, Alex, and that we can't, and nobody in the ASWF can fire him or, you know, even discipline him for what he does inside of the ASWF. But I want to get your thoughts on Insane Shane. Shane, you know, shocked the world, so to speak, uh, a little under three weeks ago. And when he took Ray's head, like I said, he basically kicked it into the second row. Well, here is how I see is the Shane always tried to get the fans to love him, and that they did. They did. But no matter what, no matter what he did, Ray was always there to hurt him. And I myself feel that Shane saw that the way the crowd reacted to Ray after what had happened, they cheered him. They cheered him. And I think Shane took that as insult. Like, this guy put me through all this crap, and yet you still cheer him? No, that is not how it is going to be. And Shane aligned himself with with people that will help him advance his, his career, if that makes sense. But at what cost, Alex? I mean, he's completely turned his back on the fans that made him who he is. Oh, but see, that is not how he sees it. He sees it as he has, um, what is word I am looking for? What, how, I, how I am trying to find the way to say this. He, the, 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 the best way to advance himself, not, or not, I am getting tongue-tied. You are screwing me up, man. This is upsetting me. I like the little kid. I mean, yes, he looked like 12-year-old with dollar, sleeve, dollar store tattoo sleeves on, 
But I liked him. I liked seeing him flip all over the place. And when we saw the tag match with him and the Deadly Dales against the Cataclysm and, and the, the D-Mike, he didn't do the flippy stuff. He kept them on the ground and just beat the crap out of them. You know, this is whole new world. Whole new world. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a change from what we were used to. I mean, the crowd was on his side, and to the crowd, Shane could do no wrong, and then all of a sudden, this happened. I mean, you know, uh, well, the like way I say, people I, are... I think- I think it is because he he heard the the people cheer for the for the array, and it upset him. It broke his heart. That is that is how I see. I mean, I I could agree to that. I mean, you know, he's. I mean, within Saint Shane, he's kind of been. I guess you would say lost in the shuffle as you will uh, and I mean not not to discount him for anything but I mean some of the ASWF fans are going as far to saying he may have sold his soul to the devil by aligning with bad Brad oh yes I mean I mean come on you know I mean it is it, that is the only way to explain it you know he is looking for the better opportunity for his own self, not what is good for his family or or his friends or the rest of the company. He is not looking out for the company. He does not care if they are there or not. He will go elsewhere. He does not care. He will. He is there to. He will help Brad attempt to destroy the company from the inside out, and he doesn't even care. As long as he gets money, he don't care. That is how I see it. I mean, I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said that, you know, he sold his soul to the devil. Let's be honest here, you know. And speaking of devils, Mr. 99%, who a lot of people think the devil is in that instance, has had quite a uh, run-in with some people he may think are demons. What do you make of this whole, uh, like I said, calling cards being left and him being just stalked by who knows who. Well, that is it. I, I, we don't know who this is that is that is doing the stalking. I mean, we know this is the thing. He is in cahoots, or however you say, with Deadly Dell and the Just Cross, guys that we know are sadistic. But on the opposite side of this. Of this, I can't even say the word spectrum on the opposite right. side. You have Suicide King Ray Ray and Cataclysm, two of these days' most psychotic and insane people that have ever graced a ring inside the state of Arkansas. So there is, I don't know what the the possibilities are or even, you know, who it is, but 
is it what uh what is word? Um Oh, there is saying I forget now. I have brain farted. Um Yes, that is word. I know that word. Uh <laughs> there is a there is a rule that the simplest answer is usually the right answer. I don't know what that is called, but that is that is phrase. That the simplest answer is usually the right answer. And all he has to do is look over his shoulder and more than likely they're gonna be standing there watching. It's very um, true, you know. I Alex, I believe that phrase was uh known as Oakham's razor, which is a philosophical principle. No, I don't need a razor. I shaved yesterday. <laughs> well, I mean uh, was it at least a Harry's razor? I mean, because if if not, I, Harry's does no wrong for me. Good razor to use. Oh, that are we sponsored by Harry's? Who is Harry? Uh, no, but it would be cool if we were. <laughs> Just saying, it would be cool. My uh, pig, my pig is Harry. <laughs> well, well I mean, yes, let's get him a Harry's razor. I finally got my neighbor Wilbur to stop messing with my pig. His cow quit coming in my yard too. So we are good now. Me me and neighbor we are good. He left Jack alone. Oh. Okay, good. So you and Wilbur yes. are uh finally patched things up, huh? Oh yes, 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 yes. We have talked many times. He said one week he wants to actually listen to show and and, and, and meet you guys. Well, you wouldn't be able to meet him but talk to you. So maybe one day he will be able to do that, but I don't think he understands how to use phone. It does no, no, there is no time. He is old, ugly guy. I mean, he just <laughs> don't know what he's doing. Well, maybe but you anyway, can walk him through the wrestling. process for us, Alex. Oh, I can barely do it myself. I am lucky y'all gave me phone number. <laughs> I have well, I mean, well, I, we encourage anybody to call in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just about to say that. Um, well, I mean, anyway. not 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 to pry, how, how many phone calls do you make if we're on speed dial? Oh, not very many. Not many people would like to talk to me. But it's okay, though, you know. I go to work, I come home, I go to work, I come home, I go to ASWF. That is about all. Every once in a while, I stop at the IHOP in Cersei, cheap plug. Uh, they have awesome <laughs> night shifts. Very nice people, but I don't understand some of the foods on there. They are IHOP, but then they were IHOP, then they are IHOP, but they have burgers, and it is so confusing. I, I just don't understand, but it's okay, though. Well, Alex, I mean, <laughs> my my question to you is, what does IHOP do when you go in there with, with the mask on? I mean... You know, usually public places, when you wear a mask, they think you're robbing them. So how do you get past that? I thought this was a wrestling show, not IHOP special. You are getting well, off I'm, track. I, I know. I'm just curious. Remember, remember, everything is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Michael, well, listen, everything is your fault. 
I, I mean, this is true. But, Alex, while we're talking about patching things up, two people that probably won't be patching things up anytime soon is MC B-Side and the prominence of dominance, Mike Anthony. B-Side uh, smashing Anthony over the head a little under three weeks ago in the Valiant Arena and costing him oh, the ASWF yeah. championship. No, I the the making him lose the championship does not bother me. I am upset he broke that perfectly good clock. I could have put that on my wall. Otherwise, I just have to have your sundial outside, and then at nighttime it doesn't work right. So, yeah, I could have used that clock. But no, he had to break it over Mark Anthony's head because blah, 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 blah. Oh, my goodness. Ridiculous. But no, I mean, honestly, what did people expect? The B-side guy has been making people mad since he has come back to ASWF. And then all of a sudden, I'm a big hero. I will save the Mark Anthony. No. No. I mean, come on. It is not it, it is not rocket scientist. Well, I mean, well, I mean I'm going to be honest. He had me fooled. He had me fooled for a moment. I thought he because the well nobody has ever quite nobody, Michael. Nobody has ever mistaken you for being intelligent. Okay, go drink another daiquiri. Stupid banana hands. I lost count. Oh, okay. Not me. I have vodka. It is one big bottle. But anyways, we will be nice. I am not talking about. Little kids, if you are listening right now, we are adults, but we do not drink the alcohol. It is bad for you. There. Is that good enough for the PC crowd? That's good enough for me, Alex. Um, Speaking of children in the crowd, uh, one thing I will mention, bringing from a fan's perspective, is some of our older fans out there, keep in mind that we do have some youngins in the crowd and uh, to be careful, the words you use uh, when chanting at wrestlers. Yes, yes. I completely agree with that, Mr. Cody. The first thing that I can agree with that you have said. I, I well, will thank you, Alex. I will com- Wilbur! Wilbur! Uh, for, no, for no, third, no. I will completely Jack agree. Jack is in his pin. He is in his pin. No. No, I don't. No, you cannot talk right now. Go home. You're drunk. Go home. Uh-oh. Go home. Your fat wife is waiting on you. Okay, good Uh-oh. night. Why are you going to talk about Wilbur's wife like that? Well, she's fat. I mean, it's not joke or anything. She's a big woman. But it's okay, though, you know. These women need love, too. The, does Wilbur leave his house, like, besides to uh, try to steal your pig? I mean, Do I, 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 I'm curious, no, does he, Wilbur... He gets, he gets a little uh, of the adult beverages in him, and he starts to wander. And sometimes the pig just knocks him over, and then he gets mad and tries to kick him. It is no big deal. But can we talk about wrestling? I just I just kept... I had to make Wilbur go away. Well, one more one more side piece of business, Alex. I want to get your thoughts on the new ASWF vision and the upgrade in the fan experience there at the Valiant Arena. How did you like it? 
oh, the big the screen back there with the pictures and the videos. And that was awesome. I mean, like like the one video where the bride was walking the steps and it was dark and the weird one to coming for your thing and all that gave me goosebumps because I was legitimately. But uh, no, it is very awesome to see that they are putting the effort into making the production there. I cannot even say word correctly, but they are are making things better. To to make the fans want to be there, I mean the matches have improved. The the atmosphere has gotten so amazing. It is just I I am going on and on and on and on. But no, it is great thing that they are doing there. They are doing big things, and it can only get better. Uh, hey Alex, I can. I 100% agree with you, and the thing about that screen is it's big enough you don't have to stretch your neck out over somebody to have to look around. It is big enough to see from where you're sitting at all angles. Oh, I know. I can. I I I sit right in the front of the behind it, to the left of the right side on the southwest north end, so I see it clearly. Yeah, I still haven't been able to locate that spot, Alex, but, you know, I'm well, certainly... It is my spot. It is not your spot. It is my spot. That's why I do not want to tell you where it is at, because I sit there and you don't. <laughs> okay, Alex. Well, Alex, before we let you go, I do want to get your thoughts. You know, you spoke of atmosphere. The tension in the atmosphere between the main event, Curtis Dawn and the mistress of mayhem, Asa Morda. You know, the mind game started at the last show where Curtis Dawn had a triple threat match. It appeared well in hand. He looked like he was about to defeat El Rey, and that's when the music played. And Asa Morda made, you know, her presence known in the battle. And El Rey picked up the victory. Well, then you'll forget later on, Curtis, the Curtis Dawn hit Asa with the belt and to make a statement like, I don't care if you have boobs or not, I will beat you, you know, because she she has had to overcome a lot. She is a woman in the man's world, but she is, I oh, I almost said a bad word. She is pretty um, bad. I, I censored myself. She is she go. is uh, wickedly good, and she will beat the crap. Look at what her and Ray Ray did to each other. I mean, they beat the teetotal crap out of each other, and yet she walked back out like, yep, I'm bad. I am awesome. I know it. But this is the difference. She did not physically touch him. He physically touched her with the belt to the back of the head. He is playing the physical game, but she is playing the mind game. She is getting in his head, which is what the the Minai themselves, all of them, that is what the game they play the best, or the mental game. They will 
and she is one of the best, especially because you do not hear her talk. You may hear a little giggle, but she does not talk. The, she will stare through your soul with those eyes and put fear in your heart. And that is what he will have to overcome. And I don't, I don't know if he can. And that's the thing, you know, I mentioned it earlier in the show when we were talking about this matchup. I said that Asa is likely to drag him into the deep water with the Sharks that he's, you know, not been to in this point in his career. And he's going to have to be able to survive that to become the Evolution champion. Oh, yes. I mean, it will take a lot. I mean, Ray had to powerbomb her onto a pallet with barbed wire on her and then jump off of the ladder through the pallet before he finally one, two, three. It took and then let's, everything. And, and then let's give credit did. where credit's due. She was able to come back at the next show and win the title right back. Yes, because that is the thing. I believe that the 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 guys in the locker room and the on the roster and whatnot, they underestimate what she can do. And she has proven herself time and time again that she has earned on that show. Hands down. I know when she comes out, the entire crowd, hey, so, hey, so, hey, so. I mean. You don't hear that for anybody else at all. I would certainly agree with that, Cody. Um, same thing here. I mean, I'd, I'd, I mean, it's it's got me speechless because there there's very few people, if any, that as a fan, you just in that atmosphere, you hear them chant her name, and I mean. I don't. I can't speak for her, but even from a fan's perspective, it gives me goosebumps uh, to know that she's had that impact on the ASWF fan base. Right. Absolutely. Well, that's uh, one thing that you've got to say is that the deal is with the Asa Morta and. Curtis Don's situation is you never know what's going to happen. You know, like Alex alluded to, Curtis Don is about the physical game, whereas the Mistress of Mayhem is about the mind game. And that's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen developing in that situation. Well, yes, it is, it is, it is going to, I, I don't even know what, 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 what the, my right, what is going on here? What? What? Brian, we're coming! What the crap was that? What was that? What? Can you hear me? I, I, I have to go. Goodbye. Goodbye. There goes Alex. Hey. Michael, I think I really think this has something to do with you. I mean, because ever I since I started associate, well, uh, explain it. 
my light started flickering on and off. And then Alex, you've heard him say what's happening with his lights. What did you do? Dude, I didn't do nothing. I just had a bulb pop in my in the studio here. Uh, a freaking bulb just popped and almost shot shards the light bulb at me. I, the, the screen went blank again. I, dude, I'm I, I'm as creeped out as you are. Are you are you sure the bulb popping was not the homeless guy down the street? He could be the guy behind all this. I mean. Let's uh I mean I don't I don't know what to say. It's it's really freaking me out, man. Uh and I mean my wife's in the other room a- asking me she's dropped several F bombs here and I mean it's like, hey, look, man, I I'm if if it's you, Michael, you gotta quit playing. I I promise it's not me. I lose complete control whenever this happens. Like I said, I, I have no clue who that is. I, I don't know whether – like I said, it could be somebody sending a message. Whoever's coming after Mr. 99%, it could be them sending a message. It it could be anybody. I, I'm just honestly, quite frankly, I'm I, I'm a little shook. Uh, same thing here. I, I mean – one, two, we're coming for you. Three, four, raise at your door. Five, six, we have the crucifix. Seven, eight, taxes at your gate. Nine, ten. You'll never walk again. <laughs> oh, I, it's got to be you, Michael. Why? How does it? Did you hear how that? Does, it, it ain't me. Did you hear that? I, I, oh my, ladies and gentlemen, I, I Cody, I. Before we get taken off the air again, and before I lose control, ladies and gentlemen, come out this Saturday night, 201 Highway 367 North in Tuckerman, Arkansas. 7 p.m. is your bell time. Be there at 5.30, though, to make sure you get a good seat. You're going to want to make sure to get the new ASWF vision. If you're interested, go ahead and sign up for the ASWF Training Academy. But, Cody... I don't know that I feel safe right now being on the air. I mean, Michael, it's you, you're the guy that that pushes all the buttons, crosses the I's and dots all the T's with this show. I'm I'm just simply a guest, but I will say this: with the uh, with the way the lights are popping on and off here and everywhere else, uh, it may be safe to assume that uh, uh, being uncomfortable on the air. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, even before we go, be sure to come out to ASWF, 201 Highway 367 North, the rock and roll highway itself. Uh, Come out to our show, 7 o'clock, kids 6 and under, get in free, and um, I guess kids and adults uh, 6 and or 
older than six, it is five bucks a ticket. Doors open at five thirty. And I mean that's that's all I've got on my end, Michael. And other than that, I mean, if you would please quit uh messing with my lights, I'll be fine. I I promise. It's not me. It it's not me. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, be there this Saturday night. You never know what's going to happen, and uh, apparently we don't know what's going to happen on this show anymore. Uh, please, whoever's doing that, please quit it. But for Cody, myself, and the rest of the ASWF Aftermath crew, we'll see you Saturday, everybody. See you Saturday. <laughs>